0: Good morning everyone. It is about 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, I'm almost at my client's house. Um, Traffic is actually pretty light. Uh, But anyways, um, just wanted to talk today about uh, friendship and what what friends are for. Because I see a lot of this going on and it concerns me, you know, like... Because I feel like a lot of friendships are being broken for the wrong reasons, right? And I'm not saying some friends don't need to be cut off. I've cut off, you know, several people who, who you know, considered themselves my friend, and I considered them my friend as well. But, and the thing is, just because we're not friends now doesn't mean that when we were friends that that wasn't real. You know, I really did consider them friends, and they really were my friends. Um, at that time, but you know people change, things happen, time you know, and people drift apart, people become different people, you know, and we just anyways so the the issue that I want to talk about is um wanting to benefit from your friends, like trying to profit from your friends, you know like your friends are not responsible for. Uh, Helping you make your dreams come true. You know, it's a very heavy responsibility to put on someone. You know, are you helping your friend's dreams come true? And if you are, then you really have to ask yourself, why? Why are you working so hard on your friend's dream and not your own? You know, is it an easy way out? You know, is it easier than trying to come up with your own life mission, life goal, and work on your own? You know, maybe it's easier to you know kind of quote-unquote constructive criticism and help another friend out you know and give give all these ideas and you know it's easy to tell other people what to do you know but it's hard to look at the mirror and um I heard this from uh, Esther Hicks she was saying um when you're looking at the mirror you know life is a reflection she was saying and when you're looking at the mirror and if it's frowning at you then you never say to the mirror I'm not going to smile until you do, (laughs) you know? So, it's like, if you want things to change, you have to change first, right? So, change how you look at your friendships, right? Um, Because I see stuff like, you know, hey, you know, I'm starting this business, you know, my friends, you know, I want all your support. Um, My friends... Okay, so my... One of my closest friends, Daniel, oh my goodness, when he when I was, when I was uh, struggling at the shop, he came by and we talked, he was talking about different ideas, you know, maybe making a classroom in the back, and he was telling me how every square footage needs to be making some money, and, you know, he has his own business, successful business, two of them actually, and, um, but anyways, and he loaned me some money, oh my god, uh, but anyways, um, that's, that's being taken care of, you know, <laughs> I've already, I'm already working on that, but... Daniel is one of my closest friends, you know, um, my other friend, um, we've been friends since high school. We shared a dorm room together. Um, I mean, I massaged his back, you know, we were both like half naked. There's pictures of this (laughs) circulated around the girl's dorm. Anyways, um, (laughs) stuff nightmares are made out of. Um, but yeah, we like, he's one of my closest friends always been there, you know, like always helped me out when I was having a tough time. Um, and so, And then um, Andre, my other friend Andre, uh, you you know the blue mic that I use for for the YouTube uh, uh, Q&As that we do on YouTube, Uh, I use a mic, and it's a really, really nice blue mic, and uh, he's the one that loaned it to me, and I keep asking him, like, dude... I, I, i've I've been holding on to it for like over a year like you you sure you don't want it back he's like I, you know i'll, I'll get it from you when i need it you know super cool um i remember like when i was telling him like oh, dude i am gotta move back you know i gotta i'm gonna move back into my mom's house and lick my wounds you know and he was like do you need any money you know to help to help with the move you know i understand how how much it costs to move and stuff i'm just like wow dude like no i'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but uh, thank you you know but holy the these guys are my best friends right and none of them have read my books <laughs> i don't think i mean maybe they i they they never say hey, by the way I read your book you know good job no <laughs> none of that so i don't know if they've actually read my book or not but oh actually i was supposed to be in that lane um and and you know and they don't have dogs you know well i mean oh andre you know he did and you know i was anyways what I'm saying is, I don't look for that though. I don't even charge my friends if I go and groom their dogs for them. Or Daniel, his his um his wife Nadi, she is a good friend of mine as well. And you know when she was when I was grooming her dogs regularly, like I didn't want to charge her. I kept telling her like, no, let me do this for you as a friend. You know, I don't I don't want to profit from my friends. And but no, they they would pay anyways. They would pay more than what I charge. And anyway, that's a true friend, right? A true friend does that. Does that? The, the true friend doesn't look to try to get a quote-unquote hook up you know hook me up bro hook me up that's not a true friend that's a leech that's uh someone trying to get something from you. that's a manipulative person um I remember uh one time anyway I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell that story because I don't want to make anyone look bad Um, But a friend doesn't look to take from another, you know, from someone else, especially if they have a business You don't you know, it's just just look for example If one of my friends opened up a wing uh, cafe and I went there to help support his business Right. Um, I would not go there looking for any kind of hookups if anything I want to pay full price and then I'm gonna tip on top of that, you know, if it's a restaurant, you know what i'm saying is um, but it's not like I can go there every day You know, it's not like I can go there every single day and, you know, really support his business. Um, So what I'm saying is your friends are not there for your benefit. Your friends are there for your comfort, if that makes sense. They're there to comfort you, especially when you fall or when others trip you and, you know, and and they're there for you during the low times, you know, and the good times. They're happy for you in the good times. You know, The that's what a friend is for. They're for companionship, you know, their company to enjoy their, com- you enjoy their being with them. Um, you re- relate to them. You resonate with them. You know, you have things in common. You like to laugh together at, at the same things. And then, you know, that's the, that's friendship. You have shared experiences together. That's friendship. Um, you, you know. But if you're trying to somehow use that relationship to your benefit, that now becomes, you become a manipulative person. You're giving something in, in hopes of getting something in return. And that's not true friendship. Um, I'm almost to my client's house, so I'm going to end with this. One of my favorite, uh, you know, like stories I heard as a, you know, like um, a, a, a preacher, a, a pastor Gilman. Pastor Gilman was, uh, I don't remember, I don't know his last name, but anyways, <laughs> he was telling, he was giving this um, sermon on friendship, and he told this story that really stuck with me. So father and son were having an argument about, you know, friends, right? And his his the son was saying. Look you know, look at you. You you you're kinda you failed, you know, at life. You know, you have no friends. Um, you know, you, you have like three friends and, and that's it, you know, and you meet the same three guys all the time and you know, like and, and nobody really knows who you are. Me, I go into town, everybody knows me. He's like, I have hundreds of friends. You know, this whole you know, I'm so popular here. Um I could pretty much run for office. <clears throat> and the father says, Let's do a test. Um, let's see how many real friends we have. And the son's like, okay, you're on, you know? And the the father says, um, let's tie a dead pig wrapped in a blanket, um, you know, on our back, you know? Um, and we're going to go to our friend's house and we're going to tell them, hey, I just killed somebody. Can you help me? Can I come inside? And we'll see how many, fr- how many quote unquote friends will, invite you inside and help you and he was the son was like cracking up laughing and he was like i i bet at least you know 50 of my hundreds of friends would would uh, let me in if if anything they're gonna they're gonna know it's a joke or something you know and so the father's like we'll see you know and the son goes first he goes first house you know, knocks on the door. He's like, "Hey, you know, um, I got this. I, 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 I killed somebody on accident. I, I got one on my back. Can I come inside?" And the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no! What are you doing? You know, like, I, I'm gonna act like this didn't happen. If anybody asked me, I didn't see you tonight. You know, get, get out of here." And they shut the door. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa!" You know, and so he's like, oh, "I'll just, I'll just tell him tomorrow. Is you know, just a joke." And he goes to the next house. Um, the guy's like oh my god You know no no please don't bring that in here Like oh my god You know like I'll give you a head start You know if the cops are coming I'll just tell them that you want a different way But you know get out of here You know and he's starting to think like Okay I don't want rumors to go around you know, you know Saying that I'm a murderer right And so He goes to the third house And the guy's like oh my god I'm not gonna call the cops I promise I won't call the cops But get out of here You know and so he finally goes, he, he's like, forget this. He goes back to his dad. He's like, are you crazy? He was like, I can't even believe you talked me into this. People are going to start, you know, accusing me of murder, you know? And the father goes, all right, my turn. And puts the dead pig on his back, goes to the first house, knocks on the door. And the son's like in some bushes watching this, right? And the father says, hey. The guy opens the door. He goes, hey, I just murdered somebody. Um, I'm really going to need your help can i come inside the friend says come on come on come on. come inside he's like we'll talk about it inside come inside first you know and that like okay um let's talk about the morals <laughs> and ethics of this story later but the us right now we're talking about friendship i want a friend like that like the father had you know forget the hundreds of friends you know i want that you know just just three you know um who did i mention daniel Oung, andre you know ryan I, I mean abe i got like five people that i could i could probably call and count on and that's it um ryan and abe they probably would be like hey whoa don't bring that in here you know maybe i don't know but um there's uh Oong and daniel and Andre, Andre for sure. You <laughs> Andre loves that kind of stuff. No, I was kidding. He would be like, Andre would be like, "Oh hell yeah, bro, bring that shit in here." No, I was kidding, but um, I'm just kidding, Andre. If you're listening to this, but um, yeah, I mean, like, I want friends like the father had. You know, I mean, Leon. Let's talk about ethics and morals later. You know, I'm probably not the most ethical <laughs> thing to do, <clears throat> but like, if I was in that kind of trouble. I would want the kind of friend who wouldn't even question it. Like, okay, come inside first, first get inside. Let's get you off the street and let's talk about this. What's going on, you know? And I want that kind of friend, not the kind of friends where I have, you know, I can scroll through my friends list on Facebook and thousands of friends. How many of those could you really count on? How many of those can you knock on their door with a dead pig on your back and say, Hey, I just murdered somebody. Um, I'm going to need your help. You know, can I come inside? How many of them would say, come on, come come inside, you know, and not call the cops, (laughs) you know? So I just, I just really want to, um, maybe encourage you, like whoever's listening to this, you don't need a lot of friends. You just need real friends and real friends takes time to develop and takes lots of shared experiences. And that's why I feel like you can't have hundreds of those kind of friendships because, how can you spend that kind of time with that many people, you know, um, most of my time is spent with my daughters and my wife, you know, especially my daughters. Cause you know, I don't think they're going to want to hang out with me when they're like 29, you know, or 30. So, um, right now they do want to hang out with me. So I want to spend as much time as I can and experiences. And so, you know, I just, I just hopefully, um, if you feel like, oh man, I'm not popular. I only have like one friend. That's all you need, you know, develop that friendship and yeah, that's, that's really all you need. Knock on that one door. And when you're in trouble, they say, come on inside, go inside, you know? So hopefully that helps. I got to go knock on this door (laughs) with the grooming tools on my back, not a dead pig. But anyways, hopefully you guys have a good day. Thank you for listening to the dial of June. And I hope you live an inspired life. Namaste.